0: Thank you for being here today. I really no, thank you. you. Coming to hang out and, you know, um, being a part of the podcast. I know Jessica listens to it. Do you listen to it? I do. i ah, <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> I
1: do. I started with Diego. I'm going to okay, be honest. Okay, <laughs> that's good. That's
0: good. That's cool. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> we just moved the podcast to the studio. We've recorded about two episodes. Um, here, so you're the third one. You are the awesome. third and last and final one for season one, um, which is um, super cool. And I appreciate you being here and giving me your time and hanging out and just talking.
1: No, I was excited. My pleasure.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I kind of wanted to talk about you. Uh, I met you at a, an, at an art class with your beautiful, awesome wife, Jessica. Um, and, uh, Yeah, it was a super fun time. You gave me, you were so sweet. You gave me your apron. I was very jealous of your aprons that day. (laughs) (laughs) And you were so sweet and you gave me your apron. Actually, the other day I was using it to cook. So (laughs) I was all like, aw, Moise. And they were signed
1: there, right? Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I know that you're also this incredible artist and I to be truth be told like i i had no idea until until i met you that day like that you were so that you were an, uh, that you're an artist for starters and you're so incredibly talented um Thank i you. know you've done a few collabs with diego um you guys actually ended up doing like a collab that night what did you guys do with that painting
1: it's uh you've heard of wine and blooms
0: oh yes yes At yes my
1: friend's flower shop i think i was telling you about it that night yeah. so it, it ended up there on the on the walls cuz i curate the art there uh-huh. so it's also it's uh wine flowers and art it's primarily a, a flower shop but they carry wine specialty wines really unique wines and we decided well magali and robert decided to make it an art gallery as well oh, so cool. i curate the art i bring in artists. i hold shows we have classes there as well oh that's badass so i have uh diego's work in there as well
0: oh cool I actually, um, I go eat at Ripe all the time, and oh, yeah. I recently saw it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a this is Wine and Blooms, the one that you guys were talking about." I didn't know it was so close. I thought it was just like a shopping center close by, right? But I need to I need to check it out. Do they also have like a wine tasting nights and stuff like that? Yeah, or? Oh, that's
1: yeah, honest. they they every I don't know how many Saturday, every so many Saturdays they'll have uh, free wine tasting and oh, you just cool. go and try it out and check out the art. And then every time we have classes, we. Uh, They bring in, like, professional wine connoisseurs, and they give an explanation, a wine history class, and you try different wines from around the world, and they explain everything that I don't know about wine, you know, (laughs) the true professionals.
0: (laughs) Do they do, like, um, sip and wine, or, or what is it, sip and paint?
1: Yeah, so what we usually do is we'll give the class, we're doing the painting, and then they'll stop. And they'll be like, okay, now this wine, guys, comes from oh, shit. this part of Europe, or they give a little history class, and then everybody gets up and tries that cup, and okay. then a little while after, then they say, now we're gonna try this. Bo-. so it's different bottles that they try I- in one class.
0: Oh, that's so cool! That's pretty neat. I literally love uh, doing that, like stuff like that, so much. <clears throat> well, I I would just kind of host my own sip and pains at my house during the pandemic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those are the best. Yes,
0: you know what? Uh, during the pandemic, let me tell you that. Uh, so I used to live downtown, and uh, all my friends live there, and my friend uh, Eleno, Eleno Rosas.
1: Oh, it's a super talented! Yeah, dude.
0: he's incredible. <laughs> uh, we ended up having like a like a sip and paint night as well. So it was like super super fun because it was just like five of us and we were just like all homies and then Elena's like, "Oh, you could do this." I, I always remember um when I one time I was well I was painting and then I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, Elena, like I fucked up right here." And then he's like, "No, no, no. There's not ever any mistakes with paint." And so then he's like, "You can just make your mistake into something else. Turn it into something else." So um I, I just took that with me and whenever my kids, when well, I used to be a teacher, whenever my kids would, would mess up, be like, I miss, I mess up. I'm like, no, no, no. There's never a mistake with paint. You just, you just take the mistake and make something out of it. Um, but yeah, those are super fun.
1: What, what were you teaching?
0: I was teaching middle school science.
1: Wow. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. It's cool until it's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Both my siblings are teachers, been in it for a long time. Really? Are, well, do they live here? Yeah, well, my sister was a pre-K teacher in kinder for about 22, 23 years, and now she's a counselor now. Oh, nice. And my little brother ha- right now is at, uh, at La Fe Elementary, oh. but he's taught high school and, and elementary. He's a coach, PE oh, coach. Oh, yeah.
0: uh, I See, when I decided I wanted to leave the career, somebody was like, oh, you should just become a PE coach. I'm just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over this shit. <laughs> 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 um, so how long have you been painting for, Moy?
1: You know, like, most artists, and since I was a kid, I yeah. think most artists start, you know, every kid starts to draw and paint, but some of us really keep going and going and never take a break and never stop. But I'd say uh, <clears throat> more on a more professional level, about 25 years, maybe.
0: Okay. You have um, a very... So, uh, of course, like, every artist is going to have their own style. Um, your Your style is, like, very... I don't know how to put it, like realistic. I don't know what the proper term for it is. Um, I, what would you label your, your, your style of, of paint?
1: You know, I, I don't think I really would say this is my style, but uh-huh. I do like realism. And I'm not a photo real, realist. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm not the kind of artist that will make a painting or drawing, and you're like, oh, my God, that looks like a photograph. That's just not me yeah but I do love proportion. i do like you know if I'm painting a portrait or whatever it is a car i do want it to look exactly like the the proportions to be there uh-huh I don't know what style ha- that would have
0: be. you always uh done like realism style or themed paintings
1: yeah it's it's always been that uh, that style it's always been in there
0: um i also saw that you do you sketch you you is is that the proper term for it you do like sketches with pencil? Yeah. You do, you do pencil yeah, drawing style sketching. Um, that's and that's also super good. I, I had no idea you you did that. Um, I thought you just painted, but I was like doing a little bit of stalking the other day <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, like you're so good, boy, honestly." Thank you. But I I see most mostly like paintings. I don't really see a lot of like sketches that you sell or drawings that you sell. Do you have like a preference for, for paintings at over, over sketches?
1: I don't, you know, the reason, uh, I mean, I like it all. The, the reason that I would, I used to do a ton of drawing with pencils, just color pencils, sketching. But the reason that I was doing that is because it's easier to carry around with me. I could go anywhere. I could go out with my wife. We could go for a drink and I'll just sit there, but I'll be sketching, you know, mm-hmm. or we travel like when we go out of town. I always carry a sketchbook so wherever i'm at i'm sketching either somebody that i saw at a restaurant the beach whatever it is so that's one of the reasons why i love the sketching but i i think in my you know they look like a painting but it's kind of mixed with everything i use color pencil on the paint i use pencil so it's a it's a mix of everything you'll see a painting of mine and 90% of the time, it's not just paint. It has a lot of color pencil. It has a lot of pencil behind mm. it. So it's kind of a mix of everything. So I'm still using the pencils on my paintings.
0: Is that how you started?
1: I started With doing sketches? just drawing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing but just black and white drawings when I was a kid. And then uh, I started doing basically just a ton of portraits. And I remember I used to, back in the day, you you probably didn't experience it, that. You're a lot younger. But like at the grocery stores, instead of plastic bags, they'd give you the brown bags. Uh-huh. And I was just trying to sell as much art as I could when I was in my teens. So I would get these brown bags, like from Big Eight and stuff, and I'd cut them out into perfect squares and they're brown. So I would draw on them with a black and white color pencil or pencil. And that's I was just doing so many portraits. There was a time that it was just all everything I was doing was portraits on these brown bags from the grocery stores. And you were selling? Yeah, I'd sell them super cheap. They were commissioned portraits that, you know, I was a kid. I was a teenager uh, just trying to make a buck. (laughs) <laughs> trying to make money to party. <laughs> <laughs> to
0: party. That's badass, though. Um, and you, like, it would just be whoever they asked you to to um, draw out?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> a lot of friends and family. You know, everybody eventually knows that you draw. You're, like, the artist in the family uh, when you're little. Yeah. And they're like, oh, could you draw me so-and-so? And, you know, er- at first everything's free. And then you're like, you know, maybe I should charge 10 bucks here, you know, 5 yeah. bucks here, or whatever. And then eventually yeah. everybody expects to at least tip you for any drawings
0: so who sparked your curiosity, like, when it came to drawing and painting?
1: <clears throat> well, I, I originally, I, I mean, I always liked drawing, but I started doing a lot of, uh, like, sculpture. My dad was a, a, a very, the, the most, I mean, just such a crafty guy, really good with his hands. You know, he built his own house uh, from scratch. He never paid for any help. I was his little helper. I mean, it took us, like, 20 years right, to finish it. But every afternoon, we'd work on the house. Every Saturday and Sunday, we'd work on the house. It started literally from scratch. There was no water. He built his own well, he, you know, what? and everything. And he was a welder. He, I mean, he just knew everything. And he's always had a ton of tools. So that was my first love of crea- create- creativity. We were all, and then I'd always build my own toys. He'd help me, and we'd build bicycles with like giant wheels, and we'd make frames that were like super tall. You know, when I was a five, six-year-old kid, and we'd make little cars. He'd build us go karts. I mean, he was just such a fun, crafty guy. So that was my first love of building stuff. And then we'd build, like, little cars, by, and we'd paint them ourselves with spray paint. And uh, I was lucky that in on my mom's side of the family, there's maybe 15 or 16 artists that oh, are yeah. on my mom's side. Maybe four or five have been doing it for a living, mm-hmm. but everybody was still <laughs> in the arts. So I had an uncle from her side uh, that li- lived, I grew up in Socorro. He lived in Horizon. He had a son my age, and we were like best friends growing up. But my uncle, he always had a job, but he always painted. He's a, a true oil painter, like a, oh, wow. a, a real uh, realistic painter. Mm-hmm. So he took me under his wing and would teach me with his easels at home. And I'd always go to his house because he had a studio at home. He always had a mess of paintings, canvases, brushes and then he'd sit me and his son down and he'd be like look this is how you mix oil and this is the color here and this is what you do there And Gosh, he was always painting on ceramic tile i mean he to this day as a matter of fact you know he's all he's in his 70s now he's not painting as much as he once did but he's putting together a, a set of paintings so we could hopefully have a uncle nephew exhibition together mm-hmm. his work and my work you know he, he guided me a lot as well so i had a lot of creative people around me just kind of pushing me that direction
0: that's so badass you literally grew up in that environment and like runs in your family
1: yeah it was was really really fun
0: oh my gosh that's so cool I I um I love walking into um artists studios just because um yeah it's just it's just like uh I feel like you get to step into the 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 mind and the world of an artist like i know i'm going to talk about diego robot again but (laughs) like (laughs) when you go to diego robot studio right like there's just paint all over the place like he's full of paint all the time and and then he's just always painting like he'll just be talking to you and painting you know and and i think it's so um just so amazing and and just so intriguing to see what their process is like and how like you know Going to classes like that, or or uh, just getting to to hang out, you you kind of just get like a little idea of like the artist world, and that's so awesome that like your uncle gave you that insight as to what it's like, you know, to be an artist. That's badass.
1: Yeah, he's he's really good. He's like I said, he's an oil, He's primarily paints in oil, mm-hmm. and he's always been a realist. You know, maybe that had something to do with, you know, like with my dad, we'd build a wall with brick and he didn't really have a lot of construction experience. He was just very, uh, very good at what he did. But we'd build the wall, cement everything, and if it looked a little crooked, we'd have to knock it down, quickly oh, remove the cement until he felt it was straight. So he really grinded that in me, the you know the perfection everything uh, perfection, straight lines here and there. And then my uncle, the one that took me under his wing, well he was a realist. So I think between both of them it kinda guided my art to where not thinking it's what I've always done is more on the proportion and realism.
0: What did your like family say when you started picking that up?
1: <clears throat> That's another thing that I feel very uh, uh, happy and 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 supported by is my parents were always the kind of parents that, it's three of us, I'm the middle child, but they always really pushed us to whatever we wanted to do. There was never mm-hmm. a, you need to do this, you need to get you yeah. know, a real job or you can... Know, so as my parents saw that I was kind of going towards the creative side, I mean, they were just bombarding me with sketchbooks, with markers, with paints, taking me here, to, anything that w- would start feeding me that direction. And the minute that I started showing more interest in it, they, I mean, they were really just... I remember when I was uh, at UTEP sometimes, you know, I worked full-time. I was married, and so I'd go to school and work full-time, and sometimes I'd spend all night painting. I was still living at... Before I got married, uh, I was still living at my mom's, but we were already dating. And so Jessica would go with me to Utip, And then I'd go home and I'd spend all night just painting, right? And then go to work the next morning sometimes Shit. without, like like a lot of students, right? <laughs> yeah. But my dad was working full time and he'd stayed up all night just to support me. So I wouldn't be alone painting. So I wouldn't be, Aww. you know, so, so I had that kind of support. I remember in the mornings it'd be 5 a.m. And we'd both be like, so you're going to hit the shower first or me? You know, <laughs> before going to work. So I had that kind of support uh, to just keep going with the arts.
0: That's so sweet. And what did you study at UTEP? Graphic design. Okay. And that's what you're doing right now at a jewelry shop, right? Well, Well, you're doing design, jewelry design.
1: Yeah. Well, the graphic design, I still do a lot. I do a lot of logo design. I, uh, in particular logos design, I like to do a lot It for a lot of corporate businesses, schools, mascot designs, uh, business, you know, the typical, uh, graphic design. I, I still do that a lot on the side. My, Eight to five. My full time job is a jewelry designer. Mm-hmm. That uh, it's not something I ever thought I would end up doing. Mm-hmm. It's, I was hired at this company as a watercolorist, as an illustrator. Uh-huh. Uh huh. F- they do class rings, uh, military rings, and uh, championship rings. They specialize on big rings and and stuff like that. So I, I really enjoyed it. I was just there as a illustrator, and then. One thing led to another, and then started getting more involved, and now I've been designing championship rings for them for 18 years full time now. It's oh shit! Full time job.
0: That's badass. But, and it's
1: neat again because I like the, I love math. So here I get to feed that drafting hunger, of the the mathematics, the the size of the diamonds, how far the prongs have to be to hold it, the weight of the gold versus silver, the and we 3D print everything there now. We It starts, like everything, it starts off with a pencil sketch, Photoshop, Illustrator. And then we use Rhino 3D to model it. And now we have 3D printers that print in waxable, uh, castable wax. So we print everything. Everything's done in-house in the art department. I believe right now we're nine artists. And then it goes to the factory right there also here, here in town. And then you have a bunch of jewelers, uh, assembly line of them polishing, setting diamonds, doing, doing the whole work. So... I, I really like the the mathematical part of of this art area of job. But like I said, eighteen years full time now. It's been it's been a while.
0: That's so cool that you get to see the whole process. I mean, that you are a part of the process of like the 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 creation of of a piece of jewelry. You know, from like the the beginning aspect of it, like the design, all the way to to the end of when you get the full product.
1: It's really neat because we we have to work with the jewelers for example we're artists right I'm I don't call myself a jeweler uh, I'm a, a designer I design jewelry but I'm not mm. out there soldering and, and setting yeah. stones so we it's easy for us to sit down as an art department and just make this absolutely ridiculously complex design but then the jewelers are like well how are we going to mount these stones here uh, we? Yeah. so we have to work together with them you know we we Having the 3D printer allows us to make a model and be like, all right, now you guys examine it. You guys look at it. What's going to work? What's not going to work? And then they'll tell us, you know what? This channel for these diamonds is too too low. The little points on the diamond are going to be uncomfortable for the woman's re- finger. You know, so we work with them a lot until we all, okay, this is perfect. And from there.
0: It's like the architect and the engineer, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly what it is. Yeah.
0: That's what's up. Is there um, a jewelry piece? that you would say maybe was like a really cool piece or th- that you've done for someone or?
1: Well, we've done, I mean, we don't have them necessarily by name or catalog, but we've done championship rings where we had it just studded with stones.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then duotone, you know, where like the logo's yellow gold, the back is uh, white gold. And just finding the way to assemble all that, the two goals to actually look different. How do you cast it? Do we make it as a puzzle that it assembles? Do they solder it? Uh, that was a pretty crazy one. But I um, mean, we There's we a championship ring. yeah, but we do a lot of crazy championship rings. We always try to push the envelope as much as we could get away with.
0: So who do you do championship rings? Sorry, if I, if I can
1: ask, or is that it's, or is that a- <clears throat> well, we don't we haven't done uh, like NFL, you know, NBA. It's still a a goal of ours, but you know, they're contracts, so they work with the big boys like Jostens and Balfour and. Herb Jones, uh, but oh, okay. we do, we sell all over the U.S., so we do a lot of colleges, a lot of high schools, uh, stuff like that, but we will finish and ship out maybe 150 rings a day.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, but Monday through Friday, full-time job.
0: That's amazing.
1: That's a lot of rings.
0: You're probably really busy, huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as busy as anybody else is.
0: That's crazy. Um, So you've. Your, I guess, uh, artistic career has, like, kind of changed with time, would you say? Or,
1: yeah, you know, or I think. did you yeah. always,
0: like, did you always have, like, a set goal as to what you wanted to, like, achieve with, you know, your artistry?
1: No, uh, I, all I knew is when I was young I just wanted to work in art. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to work with my hand. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how, where I was going to hit. I just always knew I wanted to work as a creative and it's kind of helped to be able to be in the jewelry and the fine art you know dra- it's just yeah it's kind of worked out just to be in the creative
0: would you say there's been or what has been like the highlight of your career so far
1: is i think the question? if i have to say a highlight is the only highlight i could say is not something specific but the fact that i could do this for a living that i could truly make a living as a creative in in different fields Mm-hmm. I don't think there's one specific highlight. You know, everything is everything is exciting to me like when I was a kid. If I have a show, if I made a new painting, if I designed this really cool ring, it, it still excites me like when I was a kid. But I think overall the highlight is just being able to live as an artist, doing what you love.
0: Oh, that's badass. Yeah. Um, I think uh, not a lot of people can say that, really. Or a lot of people just kind of like let that dream die out or... You know, and that's super badass. Um, <clears throat> what do you like about being in the El Paso art scene?
1: Well, first of all, I, I was born and raised here. I was born and raised in Socorro, mm-hmm. but El Paso has. Uh, <clears throat> my parents are are uh, they came from Mexico, so coming to the U.S., El Paso has just been great to them. You know, they they the language they're able to they were able to adapt speaking only Spanish. They were able to get jobs. My dad. My dad only went to kinder, his secular education he never made it into first grade, but he's one of the smartest guys I know. Somehow he learned to become a mechanic, and that was his career my whole life growing up he really? was a you know he'd overhaul transmissions, motors never went never went even went into first grade, but he was able to use his brains, his craftsmanship to just you know raise a family, give us all some schooling, build his own house, and this city really lend itself for him to be able to succeed in what he needed to so there's a lot of things I love about the city and I just love it here I love the people I've made great friends have a lot of family here and I just I just like it here
0: okay so you have been I mean a part of the the art scene for some time now um who would you say are your favorite artists
1: like overall or locally you're talking
0: locally and i do want to talk about like overall as well
1: man i have a lot of of artists favorite artists here in the town
0: let's see Uh, let's let's stir this bottle stir the pot a little bit
1: i I don't want to leave anybody out (laughs) (laughs) i swear i I don't want to say
0: you're just gonna say general everybody i love all the artists you know what
1: i i really do have a lot of uh their favorite artists for different reasons. Of course, all their art I love. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm, I'm an art fan. I'm an artist, but I'm a big art fan. Yeah. But I, I love people's unique styles, but I also love certain things about certain people and how hard they work and yeah. how go get it out. But yeah, I don't want to leave somebody out because I do have too many. Okay, so
0: non-locally, players. who are your favorite artists?
1: Caravaggio, uh, the painter. Big inspiration of mine, but I, I have to say, overall, favorite like hands down is Leonardo da Vinci. Oh shit! Sure. Yeah. Even though he only had a handful of paintings, you know, he was mainly known as an engineer, a draftsman, mm-hmm. scientist, but just overall, his his uh, abilities is just fascinates me. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's one of the, the greatest. He's a goat. Hey. Um, <laughs> he is. He's a goat. <laughs> so I know that you've done collaborations with Diego Robot. Have you ever done any other collaborations with any other artists?
1: You know, I've, I've, wor- I've worked. Uh, in terms of collabs, uh, I've done a lot more with Diego, mm-hmm. and it's some. First of all, uh, he's a great. He's just a great guy, as mm-hmm. you know. I love his style. I love his work, and I know that with him, it's always going to work. Like it just, and we have such different styles. Yeah. I mean, completely different styles. Yeah. But it always works and uh, it, it always sells. So, yeah. <laughs> and and it comes together really
0: well. just so well. Like um, it always sells. <laughs> That's yeah, so funny. I saw that you guys did a Frida Kahlo one, um, which was absolutely stunning. But yeah, you guys just work together super, super well. If there, If you were to work with another local artist, do you have someone in mind?
1: I do. But again, I don't want to leave people out. It's I OK. A,
0: <laughs> I don't think people are going to like throw tomatoes at you on the street. For it.
1: No. Yeah. There's, there's a few there's a few people that would hopefully uh, I've talked to a few people that hopefully we could get something going next year, mm-hmm. do a few more collabs. I've worked with uh, photographers with I don't know if you know Ruben Gomez. No, uh, he's a great photographer. I've done some collab work with him where he'll take a really nice photograph and he'll you know, print a really big one and then I'll go on it with brushes and spray paint and collab like that. So that's also really fun because it's com- it's you know, it's a photographer.
0: Yeah, that's super badass. Have you ever done any murals or would you ever consider doing any murals?
1: So mural work I've done <clears throat> little ones. Uh, mm-hmm. The one that I think is probably the bigger one, but I was just a helper. I was uh, this was maybe in 2003, uh, you know, the, that Boxing Hall of Fame mural. Downtown, the one that they're now covering. Oh yes, yes, yes. So I'm gonna tell you a personal story with that mural. So I I was a real troublemaker growing up, right? Like I was just, it was just bad, you know. I I used to love adventure and get so. uh, So, long story short, I was on probation. Mm -hmm. I just got out of jail. (laughs) I was on probation, but I was completely behind on my probation. Like I owed money. I hadn't gone to the community service. So my PO called me and told me, "Hey, uh, you're you're behind, and they're gonna lock you up again." The the courts just called me. I talked to the judge. There's no way you're going to make up what you owe, so you're going back in. And I was like, oh, my God. And he was like, unless. So he had a friend, uh, Jesus Mendoza Pano from California, Mm -hmm. that had just gotten commissioned to paint a mural of the Boxing Hall of Fame. And he told me he's looking for a helper, just a, a young artist to help him, somebody that could draw faces, that could maybe guide him with this and help him out. And he said, if you help him, I will clear everything out and you will not have to go back in and i was like are you kidding me he said but you didn't just prove to him that you could draw faces because my po was a big fan of art so we had that in common i was That's always taking good. him drawings and he'd buy a few from me and so finally i i coincidentally in that month i was having a solo exhibition and it was all portraiture so i invited that guy uh, my po and that guy jesus spano so he came over and then yeah so they they uh hired me as a, as a help. Well, they got me as a helper just to kind of, so that was mainly the only big, bigger mural that I helped with, but I was a helper. And uh, so that one makes me sad that it's taken down because Mm -hmm. it was so personal to me. Yeah. You know, and it it kept me out of jail. It it was just a really weird situation, but I had a lot of cariño for that mural because of how it worked out and helping, uh, working these guys. This guy was very experienced and he got another guy, Jaime. They were the two taking the lead. Super experienced muralist. So I got to work with them and uh, learn a lot of, of, you know, it was all brush. It was all roll, no spray paint. These guys were old schooler muralists, So that was pretty neat. And then I hadn't seen him until last, no, this year, 2023, that I, we had a show, the three of us together showed at the El Paso Museum, uh, the one in Montana. Mm-hmm. So, so that was pretty cool to get together again and, you know, show some work together because they kept, they're much older now, but they've continued their art and. But that's something that I would love to to do hopefully this coming year is actually work on murals that'd
0: be badass that's so uh, crazy. It's so sad that they're gonna do you know what they're gonna do at that wall now or
1: i'm I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say uh but i do you do yeah, I know the artist that's gonna paint it, and I'm glad uh he's he's a really good guy mm-hmm. uh, really good, very popular known very talented local artist. So I know he's uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to yet or how that works. So I won't. But he he's going to be the one uh, okay. painting a mural there. And he already knows what he's going to do. And it. I mean, he's he's a beast. Oh, it's man. gonna look sick.
0: Hi, Moi. Why do you like? You're like <laughs> you're like dangling the carrot like on top of me right now. Like here, here.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I would ruin something. I, I it's don't want to okay. risk it. Yeah, I'll okay. tell you in private.
0: I understand. All right. <laughs> um. So I saw that you were painting a Fiesta de las Luces" um a few years back. You know oh, what? Yeah. Actually, I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if because I actually got to sing at uh. Uh, one of the fiesta de la luces really so i'm like i wonder if that was the same <clears throat> one but i don't know um so you were doing like a live art at a at, at fiesta de la luces or or how did that go down
1: yeah you know they just shot me an email uh-huh. and told me hey you know would you be interested in painting live? or and i was like yeah of course <laughs> so that it was basically just like that
0: what, what did you end up painting that night
1: it was a mm-hmm. Portrait of a girl with, I believe, a, like a bumblebee flying around her, just on a big piece of plywood.
0: Oh, cool. And then what do you do with that? Are you sell it like right there on the spot or?
1: Yeah, I, I'll have it there on sale. But since you're working on it, you know, a lot of times people just assume it's not for sale. Uh, mm-hmm. But like most everything, you finish it, put it on your Instagram and it, you know, get it out, sell it from there.
0: That's badass. Do you um, do you do that regularly? Like live art?
1: I, I don't do it. Too often, but I, I do enjoy doing it. I do it a, a lot at the flower shop, like mm. when we're promoting or like under wine tasting. Yeah. We'll have people come and taste wine, and I'll just sit there and make a new painting for the shop, but I'll paint it there, you know, give myself a time limit to do it there.
0: Yeah, that's super badass. I love I love watching artists do that. Um, actually, I think, um, I don't know who the artist was, but I went to um, a show for Feline Fox the other day, and I saw um, an artist... Just doing, like, live painting. Uh, Have you guys ever been to La Parada?
1: Yeah, uh, some years back. I haven't gone in the past couple years, but, yeah. Yeah. I used to always go see them paint live.
0: Yes, I love watching that. It's so badass. The guy from Skin Wars was there one time. Oh, Anx? Yes. Great guy. So good. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I I just, again, I just, like, love watching the process.
1: I got to Uh, see Babick there painting La Parada as well. Yeah. Yeah, got to see him there painting. He was painting some giant corn.
0: Oh my! Oh my gosh! Yes, the corn, freaking Boback. He's so cool. Um, actually, uh, I I Fernie I keep Fernandez. up with him all the time, Fernie.
1: Fernie Fernandez, super talented guy. Got to see him there as well. Really,
0: like, that's badass. I uh, yeah, again, I just like love to. See. Do you do you do like um do you like to go to like chalk the block and stuff like that?
1: I go every year, but I've never uh, participated. I just what? go as a as a fan
0: you need to participate in it way
1: maybe one maybe one year but I, I really enjoy going as a fan so i'm like i don't want to go work <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to go
0: work <laughs> yeah i didn't get to go this past year but i saw um i saw a lot of the a lot of the art well i work downtown um so i i oh, saw them awesome. like um putting up everything and then i I was just so sad once i come back on monday they were like power washing it away and i was like all their hard work how dare you guys the insult is real no just kidding um so when what do you have a a muse would you say or no
1: no no
0: it's just like whatever comes to mind or whatever is like whatever type of inspiration you feel
1: for uh, the time being. Half the work, I think, I mean, I I don't speak for all artists, but half the work that I do is based on a commission, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, what somebody's thinking, and the other half is just whatever I feel like painting that week.
0: That's so cool. Um, Who would you say you have an inspiration?
1: Uh, And... uh, an insp- you know. I'll, I go a lot. Uh, you'll see a lot of my in, in my work. A lot of like the '90s, mm-hmm. I think, because it was a, just a phenomenal time back when I was a cholo in <laughs> <laughs> prime of the '90s. That's you know, okay. I grew up with a neighborhood called Moon City. In a neighborhood called Moon City, locals, and mm-hmm. that—that's just who you know, who we were as the cholos in, in the '90s there. And that—that that, uh, th- there was some some there was some great times. It was a fun time. It was you know, you're a teenager, you're growing up into your 20s and it was just a great time the lowriders the cholo scene and so you'll you'll still see a lot of that in my art
0: Mm -hmm. come
1: in here and there you'll see the moon pop up a lot in my artwork from moon city and Mm.
0: so I, i guess that's
1: somewhat of an inspiration
0: is there like a certain event that that comes to mind to you that really sticks out like that you were a part of or that you were able to to um to see throughout your career maybe
1: like artistically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I can't really think of something that truly jumps out. There's just so many great things that it's hard for me to pick one and say this was this changed my life, or Yeah. It's just every, every in the art, everything's so ever evolving. Mm-hmm. You're excited one day about this, but then the next day this trumped that and, and now you went right and the next week I'll go left. So it's just I just like taking it all in not one specific area.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Well, um I was also gonna ask you, like if you were to go back in time, would you be able to, would you change anything?
1: Back in time. Like to my childhood, not back in time to the fourteen hundreds.
0: <laughs> yeah, like in your, to your childhood. Or fourteen hundreds <laughs> too, whatever. Oh um, <laughs> Jessica's <over> there, like <laughs>
1: I, you know, I, I think, uh, like I said, I, I was a real vago, so I, I made a lot of mistakes growing up. A lot of mistakes that they'll always follow you. It's yeah. just things you're not going to shake off in this world, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's things that you pay the piper, uh, you know, every day. So maybe just a few of the things I, I uh, was involved in that maybe I should have maybe ran a straighter line, you know, things that, a few things you regret. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's probably it, maybe not be as vago as I was.
0: What do, you, what do you love most about being an artist?
1: I really love uh, the people I've met, you know, running and meeting, befriending people like yourself, other artists. It's just the places you go with your art, the, the experiences you get to have. Like, we love the art, mm-hmm. but it's everything around it that I, like, truly love. Just so many cool people. I've met so many cool things I've seen so many cool buildings just and hearing people's stories and feeding off of others passion. Cause I mean, there are, you meet so many truly passionate people that it, it, it you can't help, but you get even more passionate about what you do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I totally agree with you. <clears throat> um, and I say this like in every single episode, but um, I think El Paso has just really unique people and super talented people and, um that's that what has been like the most gratifying to me um in 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 the scene i guess is just being able to yeah just um get to know other people and their artistry and their story um yeah just because again everybody has like their own journey and
1: and it's really awesome when you no artists, no people, like in my case, you know, around our age in our 40s, that uh, we just never quit making mm-hmm. art. You know, even when times were tough, when there was not a lot of maybe support, not a lot of galleries. And to see a lot of these artists still grinding, just never, and now see them, you know, like where they're at. And that there's just, do it. it's a really nice feeling to see a lot of these artists from back then, from when we were young, that they're still grinding it out. Yeah. They never gave up. And now seeing them flourishing even more and more, it's, it's it's a great thing to see.
0: Yeah, I bet. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you feel, like, excited, like, for them and for, you know, just being able to see, like, their evolution. Yeah. Um. Uh, what? Um. Oh, my God. I'm, like, having brain fart here. Dude, that freaking whipped cream. Set-cha. Yeah, for reals. <laughs> Look at what you did, Jessica. Hey. <laughs> this is all Jessica's fault. <laughs> it always is. It <laughs> um, is. Uh, is there something that, like, maybe you would have done, like, differently in your career, besides you know you being a vagal? <laughs>
1: <clears throat> you know, hon- honestly, if I if we're gonna be talking like career, career, if. I would have liked, I love art, right? I love architecture. I love art. It's such a passionate thing, but my love for it it truly pales in comparison to my life for wildlife and nature. Like it's wildlife and nature is up here and my art is like right here. So if if I could have gone into maybe the study of of animal living, but use my art to document everything, you know, to Mm. illustrate new species or how they live, how, you know, things like that, uh. That's probably something I would have enjoyed going into if I could go back. Maybe go, still use my art, but go into that direction of animal studies.
0: Oh shit! Animal studies?
1: Yeah, that's a uh, like my truly biggest passion.
0: Dang! So like, what when you're not doing art, is that what you're? I'm either you're doing?
1: camping, fishing, uh, the okay, outdoors. Okay, so you like to be out in nature. Yeah, and for stuff sure. Like
0: that. That's what's up. Where do you camp?
1: I'll camp anywhere. They allow We we do a lot of Gila, a lot of Ridoso. I mean, we'll even stay in these mountains, in the Franklins. Uh, mm-hmm. There's Denver, but really anywhere. The the closest, easiest to just get out is Ridoso or, or the yeah. Gila Forest. Gila Where's Forest has out? some uh, <clears throat> past Silver City. It's about four hours from here. Okay. Well, I mean, Silver City is also part of the Gila, but where we go, it's about four hours. The, I don't know if you've ever been to the catwalk. No. Uh, Just like a little rail around rocks and a big creek on the bottom and... But it's really wild out there. There's some areas where hot um, rivers meet cold rivers, and you just, oh, shit. you know, oh, it's such a beautiful spot. And we'll go out there, Jessica and I, and fly fish in December. We'll stay the night in winter. We'll, you know, it, really rough it out, and then summer stay a little longer. And just, I, I just really, really love being out there. That's
0: so badass. I still haven't had the chance to camp at the Franklin Mountains. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, I love, the idea of or i think well maybe just, me, maybe just me personally but i love the idea of camping but then once i'm out there with like all the bugs and stuff i'm like Oh, i want to go home
1: <laughs> you gotta do it. jessica and through all our you know we've man we've been together for a long time right over 20 years but she's gotten uh to figure it out like she'll take her wine or her whiskey a book you know yeah. bland, something that she knows okay i'm gonna be comfortable ton of bug spray because <laughs> <laughs> when, when we go it's always in a tent it's always roughing it out yeah it, it's it's never a cabin i mean we'll do a cabin we'll do a trailer but uh, we primarily prefer like, to go in a tent and really rough it out ass.
0: yeah i mean and that's so cool that you you have your partner to do that with and um but yeah you guys have been together for a really long time you guys were telling me about your story when i met you guys <laughs> yeah. which is so sweet um you guys met in high school right
1: no, it was In a college? year after high oh, okay.
0: school. Okay. Okay. So, and you guys got married like really young too, no?
1: Well, we we got married at 26, but we dated for... We started dating at, at 19.
0: <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, yeah.
1: We started dating at, twi- at 19. Okay. And we dated for six years. So I was 25 when we got married.
0: <gasps> yeah, Aww. she was 25.
1: But yeah, we started dating at 19. We met at uh, Tonka Toys at the toy factory. And then we we're boyfriend girlfriend for six years and then tied the knot and
0: tonka toys
1: yeah you know the tonka trucks
0: oh shit yeah
1: they used to have a factory here on uh i think it was viscount and we used to make the mr potato heads and
0: oh no way that's badass tinker toys
1: and nerf nerf was there so we used to make the nerf footballs water guns it was was a really cool job that's (laughs) so sounds fun (laughs) Yeah, it was all manufacturing but it, it was really cool and then they left to tijuana and oh shit we're all out of a job oh
0: <laughs> so you guys are both working there
1: yeah that's where we met because she's from illinois oh, so okay. she came down to visit some family for a summer and she thought well i'm not just gonna bum the whole summer i'm gonna get a job and
0: that's, that's
1: cool. where we met and then
0: how sweet her
1: family from here eventually left to denver and then she stayed, stayed
0: oh okay stayed
1: okay. in el chuco
0: that's what's up <laughs> that's so sweet yeah i think um I think yeah, it's so sweet when you can find a partner like that that just so supportive and behind your back because I know that you guys do a lot of uh, a lot of like local events here and are just so supportive like the local scene too. It, it was so funny way when when um <laughs> when we had at the art class and you were just like walking around and then you're like, oh damn, that's good, that's good. Diego come and sign it and it'll sell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It actually works like that with him. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, if you guys were to like go to my house, I have I have uh, Diego's art like everywhere, and and I guess it's just like been with time that I've just been like collecting his art, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: um, and especially during the pandemic when he does like the the art drops or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was just <clears> like, hmm, I'm gonna go like walk over here and pick up some art or whatever. Yeah, uh,
1: our, our uh, living room uh, main piece <laughs> is actually one of Diego's. Oh, when they yeah. when they went into Galeria Lincoln, uh-huh. they removed the old windows and from oh, the house okay. and put new ones. So he painted two robots on one of the old windows with the oh, fr- the old frame and everything. And there's no background like his usual paintings. Yeah, it's just the two robots on the glass. And it's a big window, so I was able to snatch that up.
0: Oh, that's so cool! Uh, yeah. yeah, I I love that the um like uh that like when artists do st- stuff like that um. Like when we, we got to paint on the freaking yeah, the, the monitors, the monitors yeah. <laughs> which is super bad. All provided
1: by Samuel. <laughs> yes. Huge supporter, so cool. Samuel Gaitan.
0: I, I know. Yeah. Um, great, great guy. Yeah. He's so sweet. I know he's always, um yeah, just be getting involved with, yeah. with artists. Um, What do you, what do you like? Well, what? Sorry. I'm like all over the place. just <laughs> Jessica, this is all your fault. <laughs> i'm like yes <laughs> she's
1: asking if you want another one because she wants another
0: one <laughs> that's pour it up girl pour it up <laughs> i'm actually i do want to try that um uh, vanilla whiskey now actually i don't know if you're down i'm all like are you down <laughs> um i was gonna i was gonna say something but but yeah no i i thought it was really funny that like you were that you were going <laughs> all around um just being so supportive of even like the people that were painting there and then it turns out like you're just this incredible artist yourself. I I and I didn't know that until until Diego was like, Dude, Moy is a really good artist and I'm like, Oh really? And then he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then like I, I pulled out my the Instagram and sure enough <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. That's what's up. Um, what do you do you have any any um like, upcoming events or plans um, soon? Like, any any showings or anything like that? For Well, I guess <clears throat> next year, at the, I guess, at this point. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I'm working on a few commissions right now for homes. Uh, mm-hmm. Just uh, people that I... Collectors that sometimes want to... They change their artwork, like, every so many years. Or they have a big party and they want to... So I'm working on that right now. And then uh, working on just curating some more stuff at the flower shop. And I think with me, the... Next one where I'm working a lot of pieces, which is going to be, uh, I don't know if you know Karen Herman. She's a doctor. She does a, she has a, on Canyons of Cimarron, it's aesthetic surgery and stuff like that. Oh, okay. It's uh okay. rejuvenate is the name of it. Okay. And a couple years back, sometime back, she started getting into the art scene. She started oh, really, nice. she loves art. And I think she felt like, you know, this will bring a new crowd of people also and it's art. And uh, it goes with aesthetics you know they're artists um, so she's been hosting shows oh, that's and badass. she invited me to show work with her in February.
0: Oh cool. so I'll be showing
1: with her in February and uh, you, there's enough room because it's her offices it's all the rooms where they do all the procedures but as a matter of fact, just on Thursday we were in the last show and uh-huh. then I'm next on uh, in February but she's had several several artists. I know she's had Tina Ortega, I know oh, she's yeah, nice, had Tina. Pablo, she's had Kristen, she's had a few oh, cool. uh, really good artists, and uh, so she's really getting into that, and it's it's really fun. And she goes all out, you know. Oh,
0: that's badass. I'll have she to has catch perf-
1: uh, uh, great lighting. She has everything ready to hang your work and everything. So that this will be in February.
0: That's so cool. Is there something that you enjoy painting the most?
1: I love portraits.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've always liked portraits. Birds, I paint a lot of birds, but I think I birds, I that. paint them. Because they sell easy. <laughs> they're they're an easy sell. Uh-huh. But portraiture, I, I just I've always been in love with portraits since since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. It's just you it's know, I so just find hard. it I find so it hard. fascinating that you could draw like the profile of a person, but just the line. Mm-hmm. You know, starting the forehead, the nose, the lips, just one line. Mm-hmm. And people will be like, That's Brianna. That's mm-hmm. Jessica. That's my like with just the line, you know, so it it fascinates me that. That, that a line can define so much a a person, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that's badass but i yeah, I love portraiture. It's love so hard about it. um my mom uh she is she's actually really she's really good at sketching, really? she's not like a professional, <laughs> that's awesome. but like um but yeah she she's really good at doing portraits, too, I mean, and they're not like oh, all man, that is so cool. like like crazy, elaborate or whatever, but um, she's really good at it and and I would always try to kind of like. Um, sketch something out as well too but it's it's so hard because you know there's just like you say like just lines can define so much and can make such a huge difference yeah. um, especially like when you capture like eyes and lips um, and just like the characteristics of someone can be so <laughs> so hard to uh, to capture um, like I love watching those videos of the like, tattoo artists that do portraits it's so incredible to me because, just like one mistake and you can fuck it up, like yeah. you can butcher it. I
1: <laughs> yeah, there's some pressure there. Yes, yeah, for <laughs>
0: sure. Like I can't tell you. I love watching like. I hate to say it, like, because it gonna sound so mean, but it's so funny when you see, like, those memes or, like, those videos <laughs> of, like, the portraits that are totally butchered, you know i saying? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll go on the bench watching that.
0: <laughs> yes, for sure. I think it's so funny, but I think, yeah, if you're going to get a portrait, like, you need to go with someone that's really good. Yeah, have, you ever, have you ever considered doing tattoos?
1: No. No? Too no. much pressure? Yeah, I I guess, you know, it's at some pressure for sure, but it's just... Uh, I don't know, not, never something I, uh, it's not something I would go into. That's for somebody else uh, to be the pro at that.
0: You know, surprisingly, since you say you were a cholito and Sabina.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to mess around when, when we were, you know, 13, 14 with homemade machines, but we would just do like single line drawings because our machines were not professional, like lettering stuff like that. But it wasn't something I fell in love with. Okay. It was... You know, I just figure that's somebody else's career. That's yeah. Semi-career. Have you
0: ever like done any type of tattooing or anything like that?
1: Like I said, just when I was, you know, thirteen, fourteen, single line. Oh yeah, just so single line. Yeah, with homemade machines. It's it's all. What we is had. it
0: called when they do like the 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 ink and pen or something like that, like a pen ink tattoo?
1: I am not sure.
0: Am I making shit up? <laughs> Am I? Am, do I just hang out around? You really just like, invented a new career. No, do, do I just hang out around really ghetto people or what? <laughs> yes, dude. I used to have a friend that would um would tattoo himself, but he would use like a pen and a needle. I don't know if it was like actual um like pen ink that he was like tattooing onto himself, but he did like it was just like a bunch of like little dots and little stuff like that, like little yeah. I don't know, but that's
1: interesting. No, yeah, that's that's a whole other career that. That's for the pros.
0: Would Would you ever try a, another type of art?
1: Well, I I love sculpture. Like I said, I mm-hmm. used to do it a lot when I was a kid, and and every so often I'll knock something out. I have a sculpture studio actually at in Socorro. Oh, really? At, uh, my dad built that sculpture studio for me. He just so I could go have fun. Like we,
0: what type of like sculpting? Like, like well, a lot clay, of welding, or, oh, wood,
1: okay. uh, more, you know machine uh tool kind kind oh, of sculpting okay. but he built me a shop there some years back because we were always working on stuff and he knows at home well like that's where i use my paints my brushes and everything so one day he just went and bought a ton of framing material and aluminum siding and he's all like hey i'm gonna build you a shop here he has a you know big enough yard so sure enough he built me this big old shop and he installed 110 electricity 220 electricity for the welders lights he installed the sandblaster. lights on the top lights on i mean just a full-blown uh, sculpture studio so I, I i still go and work on stuff there but I, i'd i like to do get more involved on in the sculptures out there
0: that sounds like a playground for artists
1: you know what his house uh he's 81 82 years old uh-huh. uh, but uh you know he it doesn't move like he used to but his house is still a playground it's, that's still where we go and get together every weekend <laughs> and you. make stuff and it's always a playground. There's always people there.
0: Oh, my gosh. Always. Have you ever thought about hosting uh, classes there, like sculpting classes?
1: You know, it never crossed my mind to hear mentioning it now. Because <laughs> hmm. we always get together like with friends, family, and he, yeah. you know, he has welders. He has, I mean, you name it. He has every tool you could think of. So every time they'd come over, we'd, we'd build a unicycles or we'd build lowrider. I mean, whatever, but never in a class. It was more on an impromptu kind of, hey, let's make something, you know. You
0: should do it, Moi. That
1: would be pretty neat, actually.
0: I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. I don't know. Can you think of something like that, like sculpting classes like that?
1: I, I can. I'm sure there's a few sculptors out there that have done it. I just haven't been to one. <laughs> but, but that would be really cool. <laughs>
0: Yes, you should do it. That'd be fun. Um, I've done like uh, pottery classes. That is awesome. Um, I can't, I don't know. How, I'm probably going to butcher the name. It's called like can- canteras or can... Cantareras? Cantareras. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, good. Yes. It was super cool. Um, we actually did a, a pottery class. Where was it? Uh, good Times. Okay. We were doing mezcaleros.
1: Oh, that is so cool.
0: Yeah. Um, but it's god it, it's so uh, you really get to test your test your patience <laughs> with freaking pottery man like because gosh dang like i remember i was trying to to you know was well, sculpt sculpt the the clay in a, in a specific way and it just wasn't working out for me and i think i probably destroyed my piece like not gonna lie like at, at least like 15 times like <laughs> and it just got to where i was like i was gonna just like throw it and just give up um but i ended up um uh, I, I I'm actually very proud of my work because I ended up coming up with this really cool little mescalero, um, and yeah, like it was just such so much fun. I actually want to do like the 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 wheel pottery. Oh okay. My friend um my friend does that in well she started it up in in Austin, and uh, she moved recently to Phoenix and she's become really good at it. But I don't know I something about just getting messy and dirty like that i that i love and enjoy um and i don't know you know in the movies they make it seem like just so much fun
1: yeah and there's a few classes here now for the, on the wheel where well i know romero uh has his own studio i think he used to teach at the museum of art and then uh david Beatty. Have, have you been to the fall staff no with uh nico they run zephyr gallery no so they david Beatty has his own ceramic studio there and he's always t- teaching classes and he what? has a bunch of wheels. With wheels, okay. Yeah, with the wheels. I'm sure he teaches everything. I mean, he that guy's super experienced. But uh, I'll give you details. his info. Yeah, yeah, yeah send, send me the details. It. He's really good, and he—it's so cool. You go into the studio, and mm-hmm. it's just all—all all right there. Where you is know, you it see by? All the wheels. It's near downtown. I think it's on Frutas. Mm, is
0: that by like segundo barrio and stuff like that? Yeah, or?
1: near near there, I think.
0: Okay.
1: Not sure okay. how far away it would be, but it's it's not far. And then they have. Zephyr Gallery, and then they have the David Beatty, and then there's La Mecha uh, Gallery, and then behind it is uh, Ultra Supernova. They they do music and stuff, okay. and they they just opened a coffee shop there, and it has a beautiful patio, and they're always hosting stuff there. But it, David Beatty's really good. He teaches classes on the wheel and everything.
0: That's so cool. They'll send yeah. you all his info. Yeah, send it over. I, I was telling my friend, I was like, I, I, wa- I really want to try that. And I, initially, I thought, like, the, the mezcalito uh, class was going to be, like, on the wheel, but
1: it wasn't, <laughs> and it's fine. Um, but, but, you know, it's the best way to start, I think. Yeah, no, you for know.
0: sure. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even know that you could, like, sculpt like that, so.
1: And I think, was it Cassandra that was teaching with Las Cantareras? I think so. I think she's a jeweler as well. Oh, really? Actually, she is a jeweler, a really good jeweler. But she also does ceramics and... Yeah, it's so I think so my much wife fun. owns a few of her jewelry pieces. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's badass. Um, yeah, it's just, it was so much fun. And then uh, it's always a, a risk, I guess, with with the ceramics because you know how they tell you like, oh, it can explode in the oven. So <laughs> yeah. don't be surprised if you don't get anything.
1: <laughs> At the flower shop, we have a ceramist that sells her work. Oh, really? She creates sculptures and and the plates and on the wheel and stuff like that and yeah, we sell her work there too. She's really good, but she has all her stuff there.
0: That's badass. What it, what is it like vases and stuff like yeah. that? Or okay. it's just
1: random. She'll make pigs and oh, just okay. a bunch of bowls and stuff. But yeah, they they sell a few different things there.
0: Yeah, that's super cool. I, I need to go check out Wine and Bloom.
1: Yeah, they they're gonna start also having uh <clears throat> like teaching classes about floral design. Oh, because they have the big refrigerator in there. They, she Magali wants to host classes where you come in and you pick the flowers, and she teaches you what flowers go with what. Oh, why that's some so cool. shouldn't go with this one because this one dries a lot faster. Yeah. This one has a longer shelf life. You know all those things that we the usually little don't things think you think about.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. That's about us. Yeah there there's a whole there's a whole thing behind that.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, they have uh, Magali's. You know she runs the place. But now they have two lead designers uh, mm-hmm. as well, just in their own little room, their own little studio, just working. And, and one of them, you see them behind the glass. and They're just there doing their stuff. And It's pretty oh neat. Pretty That's pretty so cool. cool.
0: Spot. So what would you tell, Moy, someone that is up and coming in the art scene and is really into art but is kind of questioning the artistic field?
1: You know, I mean, if if that's something they want to do for a living, you know, is that something that maybe they want to do on the side? But if you're really passionate, I think all I could say is just keep working. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, don't don't work. Just don't work because of a show. Like, don't don't make your focus in your art career be like, I need to get a show so I can make art and show like just work that way. If an opportunity does come up, you already have work. You're building a portfolio. And you become a better artist, and you learn from your mistakes. And uh, another thing that I I like doing is uh, just going to all these shows. Many Mm -hmm. shows, museums as you can. Because to me, it's an inspiration. When I go to somebody else's show, I can't wait to get home and paint. And then you learn so much from other artists.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Um, I'm not a painter or a sketcher but I agree with you like when it that's why I like to see like live shows and like performances and stuff like that just because yeah you just get inspired and you you want to go back and
1: yeah your field is not much different
0: yeah I, I I don't know how much really I am involved these days with singing and stuff but but yeah it's the same thing you, you just get inspired like um when I came back from ACL uh I it was just kind of like an eye-opener for me uh just because I I just realized that I really love to be in in like music and in 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 the artistry and like the art scene whatever it might be and so um I don't know if I've really talked about this on the podcast but um well maybe I have um I've changed I recently switched careers I I was telling you that I used to be a teacher so now I'm in marketing um and I was like having like this whole identity crisis this year as to like what the fuck am I gonna do like because uh, teaching was just, like, not my thing. I like kids for, like, five minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I didn't know you were in marketing. That's really cool. So, yeah,
0: now I recently, <laughs> I switched over to marketing. So, I actually studied environmental science.
1: Really? Yes. Interesting. Oh, um,
0: cool. Yeah. And, um, but I have always, like, saying like, my, my whole life. Um, uh, and I... Kind of grew up in that industry because of my mom. So, my mom is actually a singer, but she sings really? música ranchera. Yeah, That's the yeah. Best. <laughs> yeah. she sings uh, posia con mariachis. Um, That's so cool. Yeah, so I grew up um, going to my mom's um, shows and her, like the private parties that she would sing at. So, my mom actually used to be, uh, a, well, she still is a professional singer. But when she was younger, before she had a family, she actually was a singer in Juárez, and she had gotten like sponsored by by uh, I don't know if it was Tecate. Um, wow. Her mom yeah. Was a real deal. Yeah, she was. She was, and then and I was like, "Mom, why did you leave?" And then she she was like, "Oh, because I wanted to have a family." And I'm like, "Was it worth it?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "You probably have a lot of regrets today, huh?" No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: You're like, was it me, mom? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, and so I totally feel you and I and I relate to you when you say like, oh, like I you were always a part of, you know, the art artistic uh environment with with your dad and with your uncles and stuff like that. Uh for me it was my mom. Um when I was little I was like, I wanna be a singer, I wanna be a singer. But I knew I I don't wanna sing musica ranchera. Um so uh, and then the other thing was that um when i would tell my mom that i wanted to be a singer she would be like okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna have you sing in one of my shows right and i'd be like no 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 i don't want to sing never mind and then she's like well how do you want to be a singer if you're not gonna sing in front of people i was a super shy girl super, really? super super shy girl yeah um and then one time she like made me sing in front of this restaurant i'll never forget it uh, <laughs> i was so embarrassed um but but yeah that's how I started kind of like getting myself out there and then I also uh, my stepdad is like very social. he's like a super social guy. He'll talk to the freaking wall if he can you know <laughs> um, and so he also like it just kind of like brought me out of my shell and then eventually um, I when I was in high school I took a guitar class so I I, I started playing guitar when I was like 12. I'm not really I'm not good at it at all but whatever. Uh, I actually also took some art classes when I was super tiny too. Um, my mom's my mom's friend's daughter gave me a few classes, and I actually ended up drawing Marlin from Finding Nemo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I sketched him
0: out. It was super fun. Um, so yeah, my mom was the one that kind of like got me into like that music industry, and I and I know that there's like a ton of singers and vocalists out there. It's, Um, but I just know that this year I was just kind of, I just really recognize that, you know, I want to be in that scene and in, in this environment and, um, that's what I want to do. It took me some time and I'm just like, but, um,
1: well, you know, the right people
0: and and, and that's the thing, like. I started singing in, in like, the, the music scene of El Paso when I was, like, 17 or so. Um, and so I, I got to... I've been just been given the opportunity to meet so many people throughout, like, this whole time. Um, and everybody's just so, just so helpful and supportive. And I, I think that's what I love about, like, the El Paso music scene. Like, in other places, I would say probably, like, in L.A. and stuff like that, it's just, like, a lot more competitive and a lot more, yeah, just... Um, pressuring and not pressuring like yeah just more uh, I don't want to say like degrading but <laughs> but yeah I feel like sometimes yeah it's just you know like the, the competitiveness of it all can like be very ugly and here it's like oh it's just very supportive
1: yeah well yeah I think in <clears throat> not all but in some cities I mean there's just such a competition there's so many talented people yeah under one roof that it does become a competition of you know there's only so many bookings so many exhibitions so people are really trying to not share not yeah you know, just really trying to get in and when you have a city where it's uh, a little more open to to that yeah it's really nice to work around artists yeah. and singers like that musicians
0: yeah for sure so yeah so then this year I was like I I just need to be a part of this is what I want to do the rest of my life because like otherwise I'm going to be very unhappy um and I'm not saying that uh teaching is for teaching is like a miserable job, but it just was not for me. Yeah. You know, like I consider myself just very social. <laughs> <laughs> I consider myself very social now. <laughs> um, I've, I guess I've always been very social, but I'm just like, I just need to be a part of like, just a like creative art world. And um, that's very limited as a teacher when yeah. it comes to that. Yeah. And they just like limit you so much with, how to teach and what to teach and blah 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 um but i love uh those teachers that are like this is what the book tells me to teach you but this is what i'm going to teach you <laughs> yeah. um so i try to be one of those teachers but yeah you're just just so constrained with with time even that you can't really do too much
1: no in music <clears throat> you know much like art i mean there, there's a window to take advantage of cause eventually Things get a little harder to do you know. eventually. Uh, even like for us artists, like my uncle sometimes tells me, it's hard for me now to sit, you know, he's in his 70s, to sit for a long period of time on a, on a, in front of an easel. His eyesight's not working the same. His mm-hmm. hand kind of shakes a little, you know. So he always tells me, which I love to hear, he always tells me, I'm glad I made as much art as I did in my life. He said, because I would have hated to come to this point and feel like, man, I I wasted time. I, I yeah. never made the art that I wanted to make.
0: Yeah. Or maybe he didn't do any art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um and that's another thing. Like I think um sometimes so I, I those are the type of questions that I started asking myself. Like, in thirty years, like am I going to be happy with the the path that I've chosen? And if I stayed in teaching, the answer was gonna be no.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah, my, you know, I love hearing with my uncle, like when he says, you know, he had a really good career. Like I said, he always had a full-time job, but he always painted, you know, there was times where he'd get invited to colleges, universities in San Francisco to go give portrait demos, to go give landscape demos all over the country. He sold so much work, and uh, it was just one of those things, like we're saying, you know, even though he always had a full-time job, yeah, he never quit on it. He always pushed, always pushed, push, and now he feels like, okay, you know, I feel happy.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, like I think... You should do things that make you happy. Um, and I was just so unhappy for so long. <laughs> I keep shitting on teaching, huh?
1: <laughs> Anybody out there, if they are going to be a teacher, they're done. You just changed their career. I
0: know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, I cannot
1: uh, wait for my brother and sister to hear this <laughs> podcast
0: <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> no but I I totally um applaud those that that have chosen that career and that I've stayed <clears throat> in that career
1: um I remember like my sister since she was a baby <laughs> she wanted to be a teacher yeah I, she's she's a couple years older than me but I remember we'd get home from school first or second grade i just couldn't wait to leave school right like to get home and play and she'd be like okay let's play school i'm the teacher i'm like you gotta be kidding me like are you crazy Uh, and yeah sure enough she always said she was going to be a teacher and that's exactly what she did
0: that's badass yeah that's good yeah I think that when you know you know and I I actually I became a teacher because it was kind of was like was supporting my artistic career at the time (laughs) um so I was like this is the best option for me and because you get like summers off winters off and I'll and I'll be able to have just a lot more time and that I can dedicate um to music and and you know when that time comes, you want to do nothing. <laughs> you just wanna...
1: when you have those three months off. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. You just you just need to like recharge. Um, but yeah, so that's how how I got into teaching. Um, but I don't I don't regret it. I don't regret it because y- you know what um what I what I got out of that was um, even how my students viewed me. Um, because, again, like, I've been kind of, like, going through this, like, identity crisis for a while. <laughs> um, and so, my students were the ones that, like, even inspired me to get out of the career. Because, so, um, long story short, they found out that I was a, a singer. Um, and th- they didn't just, like, stalk me. But <laughs> but uh, I, the former drummer of the band that I used to be in also worked with me. And I guess he he showed them the videos. And, um at some point they started recognizing me and they're like you're that singer and then i was like oh shit like how do you know about my hannah montana life <laughs> and then uh <laughs> and then they would always be like oh miss like you're such a good singer and blah 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 and then um it, it's just like uh, it's so hard to believe in yourself sometimes you know and um and i was like Oh, you guys are just saying that whatever um, and I got to the point that they would ask me if I would like sing for them and I would always say, no, I'd be like, no, you can't, you got to pay. I hey, hey, just get <laughs> <laughs> it. <okay. laughs> um, and so, yeah, I just got to the point that I was like, what the fuck? Like, why don't I sing for my kids? And you know what? Full disclosure, I was talking to this therapist and I w- obviously I was telling her about like my identity crisis and she was like, well, have you been singing? And I'm like, no. She's like, Why not? I'm just like, Oh shit. Why not? Why haven't I been singing? Like, what the fuck? I've been doing this my whole life, you know? And so then I kinda like, um, she was like, Have you ever sang for your students? And I was like, No. And she's like, Why not? And like she brought up all these questions that like really like were a slap in the face to me and I was like, What the fuck am I doing? you know? So then I I proposed to myself, I was like, I'm gonna sing I'm gonna sing to my kids. And sure enough, like, they were so delighted and it was so sweet. And then when I told them that I was, like, leaving the teaching field, they were like, are you going to be a singer, miss? And I was like, oh, shit, what really? the fuck? <clears throat> like, these kids are really seeing something that, I'm, that I don't, that I'm not seeing, yeah. you know? Um, so I do have to give it to them. Like, I, I have to give that to, like, my teaching career, that, like, it really changed my perspective, like, my personal perspective on, like, who I am. And I don't regret it, but um, yeah, it just kind of made me realize I'm like, this is what I want to do. I, and then I necessarily, like, have like needing to like to sing or whatever, but just be in like, the creative world somehow. Yeah. Um, which is why I decided to get into marketing. Um, and right now I'm working for an engineering company. And who would, I, I don't know, like nobody freaking thinks that there's like a marketing department in an engineering company. I never even thought that existed. Um, But it's you just get to be creative, you know, and that's that's what I want to do. Like, I just want to be creative somehow and I want to talk to people. Um, And that's why I also have the podcast. Yeah,
1: that's so cool. No, the marketing is definitely I mean, we're in a different time. Yeah. With right now with us at work, uh, our marketing person left, but she was part of the art department. But she was, you know, working 40 hours just doing marketing, social media. Just that's all that was a full time job.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And there's just so many different types of marketing out there um, that I'm learning about. Uh, And I'm super excited, you know, because yeah, there's just, it's just a whole different world out there. Um, But yeah, so it's, it's taken me some time to, to kind of um, come to that conclusion that I want to be a part of like this creative world and so like it's super cool that you've always like known that and been a part of that and um yeah like um so yeah just it's it's badass like it's it's something commendable because I think a lot of people just kind of like doubt themselves and question question like that path but at the end of the day, I think you should do, like, whatever, like just like you said, whatever makes you happy. And you
1: know, <clears throat> one of the things that I remember really helped me was my uncle would talk about it a lot. So would my dad was just to not give myself so much pressure, you know, to not pressure myself so much as I need to be in so many shows. Mm-hmm. I, I, I need to be the best at this. Oh, no, the port. you know, like, just you don't give yourself that. I mean, you you obviously want a healthy amount of pressure, you know, of... of, yeah. of uh, Self-motivation, but you don't want to pressure yourself to where then it becomes stressful. Yes, exactly. When, when you're able to find that balance of having fun, making a living without too much pressure on it is when mm-hmm. it gets very enjoyable to just, I guess, do the rest of your life.
0: Exactly. Um, and then also when you start feeling like bad pressure, it can turn into, yeah, just some, something negative and... Um, and, um, yeah, just kind of, like, repel you from that world altogether. So I think that if you're going to do something, you should do it because it makes you happy, because you love it, and because it, it's just something that is, like, natural.
1: And there's a lot and more. And you're going to do it right, no? Yeah. And I think there's a lot more control that we have than we think we have. You know, sometimes as artists, uh, I speak for myself, uh, there was times where I'd be like, "No, it's because I can't say no to this commission. You know, I need the cash. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I need to, I need to pay bills." So you take it, and the customers like just one of the worst customers you could think <laughs> of, and and the work it gets to a point where the work is just that—it's just work, you know—and that's. And, but then with time, you know, I'd be like, "I don't need to keep working with her. I don't need to keep working with him. You know, I'll just I'll figure it out." Yeah. And eventually, you find that balance where, I mean, we. I know I need to keep paying bills, so I need to keep working, right? But I get to kind of pick and choose how I pay my bills without stressing myself too much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and again, like, I'm sure that it just flows a lot better when when you do things how you feel they should be done or how you want to. Yeah. yeah just because if you're gonna do, like, cash grabs, it's just gonna be maybe even something that you're unsatisfied with. Um... And so I think that's that's also like a um, a a, a que- or like a an internal problem that maybe artists have is like doing something for money and doing things like out of pleasure and of satisfaction.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if you could get paid for what you do as an artist musician, I mean that's the best way. But <clears throat> but yeah, I mean you. Yeah, you know, a lot of it just comes with time, knowing how to charge, knowing how to price. Knowing yeah, how to, Because you always hear the, the young artists, you know, asking, well, how much do you think I could sell this for? And I mean, you could never tell an artist, you know, what they should charge or what they should sell for. But What do what, you tell them? I always I always straight out tell them, I cannot charge you. I mean, I cannot uh, tell you what to charge. It's just not my place. Mm-hmm. You have to give yourself the worth. But I always tell them, uh, just charge to where it doesn't, feel uh like a burden you know if you get a commission charged to where it does just doesn't feel like a burden you know because I've been there I've been there where uh, I've charged for a job where I in the middle of the job like oh my god I should have charged double for this and now (laughs) the job is like just annoying and you just want to get it out but you know that all comes with with time with experience
0: yeah just like little by little I guess you start learning yeah yeah for sure hi well thank you for being here it's been a wonderful conversation
1: no thank you for for having me and having my uh, crazy wife out here as well
0: yeah. <laughs> she's the best she's
1: okay <laughs> no thank you i was really looking forward to this
0: yes me yeah. too and i'm so glad that this episode is ending i mean this episode this this season is ending with you so thank you about for being um the 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 ribbon on season one of the only thing i know is Th- nothing and it's been a pleasure
1: no thank you really my really is my pleasure it's well, awesome i so look much. forward to seeing who else you get on here
0: i know don't don't tell your brothers about or your, yeah. your siblings about about my trash talking Cut <laughs>
1: that spot and send it to them yeah please <laughs> no i'm just kidding um <laughs>